DY unleashes the innovation wave. We're going to dive into the latest buzz of active development. Stay tuned with Mr. Know-It-All. So listen up. So listen up. We've got a topic for you. We're gonna uh, we're gonna bring everyone up to speed as to what's happening in busy DY. I didn't realize how much was going on. DY sells more units per year than the Sydney CBD. It's unbelievable the volume that this uh, little town in Northern Beaches brings to uh, the rest of the rest of Sydney. But it, it's a great benchmark, if anything as to what's you know how what's the tone in the rest of the market what's going on yes spot on i reckon um i reckon any uh watching today you're going to get some good um good outlines on what's happening in most parts of sydney with development um and it all came out of an appointment yesterday where we were standing in a very very high apartment in meriton in the center of dy so meriton built almost 400 units in the middle of dy and we yep. were on uh on the top floor of uh, one of the uh, of one of, of of one of the towers, and yep. the owner was walking around pointing to all these buildings, and I just didn't shut up. <laughs> you just knew everything. It was impressive, very impressive. And I got really excited, and I had then I realised sort of halfway through I was physically showing my excitement. I had to just calm down a bit. So we decided to do a show today on it. <laughs> but it's so true. There is a lot going on. I think a lot of it is a little bit under wraps to the public eye. You can't see much maybe from the street as you're driving along Pitwater Road. Um, you, don't, you sometimes don't notice it, I think, once you're in the car. But we were. it felt like we were standing on the top of DY uh, yesterday. And, you know, from a bird's eye view, there's a lot. There's, uh, you know, a good handful of really impressive projects going up. And... What amazed me is this is no small sum of money. I know everyone's talking about interest rates and cost of building, but some of these projects going up and, and you know, not at a small cost. And the costs are running as well. You know, the building costs are running, the interest costs are running. Um, to be honest, I think it's a really hard time for developers at the moment. It does seem to be that way. I think um, build times are pushed out as well. Can we agree on that? Where, where initially they might have thought it, they'd be able to do it, you know, in a in a in a in a time frame that was between this and this, it might have you know dragged out a little bit longer than that as well. Yeah, big time, big time. So let's motor through. There's five developments in DY. Let's motor through them and just give people a little update on how they're all, how they're all going. Um, and there's stuff in this which I think people will pull out to learn. And again, you can put that ruler across a lot of parts of Sydney. First yeah, one, done. Billy. Havana, the one that everyone's talking about. Why is it taking so long? You were down so, at the bottom of the site. I was at the bottom of the pit. So well, there used to be a, in DY a subway on the corner of Oaks Avenue and Pitwater Road. Uh, Havana, we uh, pre-sold uh, most of the units in there. So there's about 70% pre-sold, which is generally all the developer needs. Um, 
they dug deep. And what I, one of the things I explained um, when I was talking to the owner um, about what's happening in Dewan, we're talking about Havana, is what people don't realise is the water table. So imagine this. Imagine if you have a pool in your backyard and you're given a bathtub and I say to you, I want you to push this bathtub down to the waterline. I want the top of the bathtub to meet the, to meet the top of the waterline of the pool. The pressure that you need to push that bathtub down is astonishing. And that's what developers are trying to do when they're in the ground. So what they're actually doing is there's constant, when, when you're on a water table, there's constant pressure from water trying to push up and out what you're building. So they're, they're almost building like a pool in the ground, like a bathtub in the ground, and it's trying to get pushed out. So what they start to do is they start to pin um, the building because it has to hold its own. It has to stay down in that ground until that building comes in on top of it. Um, so it's quite incredible what they're doing in Havana. I think they went down four storeys, but the, the pole, the peering that they sent down went down as much as 45, 50 metres down into the ground to hold that bathtub down you know, into, into that water line. So it, if you don't do a proper job, uh, that's when you start getting that, that slab pushing back up, you start taking water, uh, you start getting cracks in your building. So it's better to take time, uh, monitor and do it properly, which is what the Havana building is doing. But where a building of that size, you could actually build it about, we're, across the road from our office, they did 130 units in 13, 14 months. Havana yep. at 80 units, they could have been in and out in 12 months. These guys have been in the ground for three years. Amazing. But that's, uh, you know, that's the context behind it. I think that's, uh, you know, important to know for a yep. GY local. Um, yep. Now we go across the road to the old CBA site. It looks like two or three blocks, but it's actually just working on one at the moment. They've kept the facade up. So you can see some boarding at the front on the street level, and then a little bit above that, it's you know the old facade of the, of the building. Uh, yes. What's happening there? So what people don't know um, is heritage is a consideration for some parts of Sydney, and so the the government has taken a position on things that have historical significance they would like to see remain uh, and, and remain unchanged. So. Uh, when there's something that's heritage um, and the, the, the site potentially can be developed, they often say, look, can you just leave the facade? Can you leave that piece of history behind and build around it? So the old Commonwealth Bank is a beautiful old building. Still think it should have been knocked down. But anyway, um, they got approved 70-odd apartments. So it was purchased by one developer for two-odd million. It was sold for six-odd million. Um, yep. And they got approved on it before they sold it, uh, seven, though, um, a build-to-rent model of 70 apartments. So build-to-rent means you can't sell them individually. Um, these particular apartments um, are like boarding house style, so they're about 25 to 30 metres squared in internally, so they're studios. So yep. I expect that they're going to rent for about 500 a week, 550 a week for something like that. Um, pretty incredible. 
Yeah. Okay. And that's, I think it, that's council's position on trying to help affordable, you know, rental properties come into the market and relieve yeah, a bit of stress there. Yeah, I think our government's, you know, got got some pretty good controls around um, that build to rent model. They want to see more accommodation, you know, hitting the market. That's significant, I think. It's a significant site because it's a landlocked site, which we spoke about yesterday. But um, I, you know, to bring that many rentals to the market, there's no requirement for parking on that on that site currently uh, within yep. the current within that current DA, it will activate at the rear at a later point. But yeah, it's pretty interesting because council's taken a position that if you're on the B-line bus and you're on transport, there's less intensity for parking um, to go in. So yeah, incredible. Now jumping up the road, as we go up Fisher Road, you're over the roundabout near KFC and the uh, fire station, the Hamptons project. That's a big old site up there. The old Salvation Army um, sold sold their sold their site there, um, and a beautiful beautiful site. DA approved for 120 odd units, I believe. Um, done done a lot of their pre-sales as well. Um, they're in the ground, but something that a lot of people, locals are talking about is that these sites are not moving at all or very quickly. So um, it's it's uh, it's pretty interesting how slow some of this stuff's moving. Yep. And then there's a couple of finished ones. There's one on the corner of Redmond Road and Francis Street as we cross the other side of Pitwood Road and there's a couple of new stuff coming up. Yep. Uh, the old uh, Mr. Hummel, he's, he's uh, converted to some old offices. I believe there's about 20, 25 apartments in there, uh, built to rent model. Um, so under the boarding house provisions and uh, they're going to be rented out. So they'll probably get that sort of five, 550 as well. Yeah, awesome. So the golden question, the million dollar question is, <clears throat> what is council's position on new builds? Um, look, the council is there for the community. They are the hand that exercises, that sh they should be the hand that exercises what the community wants. But there's, it, this takes a lot of time it takes a lot of legacy from, uh, it takes a lot of consideration. So the current pressures that we're seeing haven't filtered through to controls and changes within council. The current controls and and, and, and that we've, the planning that we've got in place with council, a lot of it's legacy stuff that's been going on for 10 or 25 years within our suburb. So yeah. they're just very compliant there. So they're interested in, in exercising um, if they're asked by anyone to develop, they're interested in just exercising what's under their nose and what's, you know, the compliance that the developer has to follow. So the developers are definitely complaining. I'm dealing with so many lately. I sold DY Beachfront for 11.5 and spoke to over 200 recent local developers. Um, and I had to allow 10 minutes in the first part of every conversation to hear them um express what uh how hard it currently is in this environment to get something um to get anything developed and approved approved and developed so it's a very very tough landscape for developers people may uh certain people may uh, enjoy that that fact to say you know whatever 
uh, which I don't like. You know, I often, I often say and go, you're like, I feel bad for them. I was like, don't feel bad for them, but I do. Um, these guys are supplying stock to our, to our city uh, and they just can't do it um, in a profitable manner in most circumstances, given the compliance and the planning controls that are in place. So uh, we're in trouble. There you go. That's <clears throat> that's a local wrap, but it is it is interesting. There is stuff going on. There are projects coming out of the ground. There's another big one across the road from our office again on Delmar Parade. Uh, that'll be a big residential uh, hub again. It's exciting. Yeah. So that's if you've noticed in on people road, the corner of Delmar, across the corner from our office, there's two hundred and twenty thirty odd apartments that have been approved there. Um, so they've currently gone up for pre-sale. So that's going to be another really interesting development for DY. Um, but um, the way the funding is uh, is running, the cost of funding and the cost of compliance, um, I think a lot of these guys are certainly not ripping in and ripping out quickly. Um, they're, they're, they've generally tended to be slow, slow down all projects across the board of the Northern Beaches. There you go. Is this something you've seen before in DY? This this many projects, this this long to build. Yeah, it's not a happy story, um, and I have seen not happy stories in my thirty year career. Um, you know, you will even see the guys that are building these developments are actually quite strong um, on the northern uh, in DY in particular. Um, so I'm not I'm not worried for the future of those developments. But yep. certainly, yeah, it's. I, I think it's 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 a huge slowdown. I know people are talking about approvals, um, the lack of approvals across Sydney. But I I don't think we've even touched the iceberg. I think I I I think we're going into a chronic shortage of of um, new property, given the compliance regulations and the planning controls that are in place. Um, you know, I I think probably if they want to maintain that level of such a high degree of compliance which is which is great for peace of mind that you're going to get a good building um crossing all the t's dotting all the i's they've probably got to allow more density summer in some of these parts of sydney um you know more height to then make yep. then, then make it economical and tip it yep there you go that's a valuable insight mr know it all you've been great <laughs> so good have a good day. You too. Thanks. See you, everyone. Hope this helped. Bye-bye-bye.